Are we ready to go? Quiet on the set. Camera's rolling. In three, two, one. Welcome back to Pop Cuisine. I'm your host, American singer, animal activist, and cosmonaut, Lance Bass. And it's breakfast week. Let's check in with our chefs. Well, folks, I think we can all agree Edna is a woman who knows her way around a sausage. That's what my late husband always said, Lance. My aunt doing bread pudding was his absolute favorite. See, I'm a bacon and eggs man myself. Well, Edna, you've become quite a fan favorite this season. Everyone is totally in sync with Edna, according to the hashtag. What are you cooking for us today with the big championship on the line? Oh, I'm making a savory sausage strata. And then we have a miniature chocolate waffle for a sweet afterbite. Look, I even gave it some frosted tips with powdered sugar. Oh, frosted tips are never a good idea. Take it from a survivor. But that strata looks out of this world. And I would know. I'm NASA certified. Now let's check in with your opponent. Javier, what we got going on here? Are, are you charring a zucchini with a blowtorch? All right, just don't get that thing too close to my zucchini. My husband would be very upset. <laughs> yes, I am making a reef on the zucchini tartine that we serve in my restaurant. Did you know we have two Michelin stars? You know, I was the second runner-up of Dance with the Stars, but you don't see me bragging about it every episode. And unfortunately, you lost the trivia round and missed out on the extra time this week. So, you only have two minutes left. <laughs> I'm used to working in a professional kitchen. I feed 80 people a night. There's a 15-month wait list for a reservation, and everything must be perfect. The time will be no problem. Well, no, pero that's not fair. He distracted me. No, hey, mira, I just need 10 more seconds. And that's our timer. We'll be back to taste their final dishes and find out who we're going to be saying bye-bye-bye to right after the commercial break from our friends at the Olive Garden. Stick around for more pop cuisine with me, your host, Lance Bass. And remember, adopt, don't shop. Cut. Reset for judging. Ugh, I gotta talk to the writers about these jokes. They're getting worse every week. I cannot believe it. Edna, can I grab you for a quick interview? Sure, dear. So, how are you feeling? Quite a rivalry between you and Javier this season. Oh, I'm feeling fine, dear. Thank you for asking. Edna, um, if you could just talk to the camera, not me. Just pretend I'm not here. Sorry, sorry. I, I keep forgetting. Javier's vile trash talk doesn't bother me one bit. That man is a piece of you-know-what. I'd slap him, but shit splatters. Oh, pardon my language. Um, and uh, our prize this season is $100,000 of startup capital for you to open your own pop-up restaurant concept. What will you do with the money if you win? If I win the money, I'm going to open up my own bakery. I'll call it Edna's Edibles. It's been a dream of mine ever since I was a girl. And I figure I better get going since I only have a few years left. Despite her terribly named bakery idea, I'm rooting for Edna. You'd think after 72 episodes that I wouldn't really care who won, but that's not true. If anything, it's made me more passionate. I hate the people that come in here with their trendy food and overly complicated techniques. Give me the Ednas of the world any day of the week. Plus, I have to admit that Javier reminds me of a celebrity chef I was a personal assistant to before I got hired on this show. He was always asking me to take things out of his apron pockets for him. 
while he was wearing it. Great food, awful person. I may still be holding a teeny tiny grudge. Hey, Casey, when we wrap, can you drop today's shot footage over to Mark before you head home? Oh, God, I don't know. He's really got a stick up his ass about this episode, apparently. Sure, no problem. <laughs> Thanks. You're so good at handling him. Hmm. Yeah. The world's number one streaming service. This Friday, check out Chris and Cher Chat Cat. Casey. Oh, Thomas. How's everything over at Pop Cuisine? Oh, you know, season six. It's just a well-oiled machine at this point. I heard things are going so well, Mark ordered a pilot for a UK spinoff. Huh. Yeah, rumor is he hired some guy from a dating show as the showrunner. Totally green, zero experience in food. Oh, really? Hadn't heard that. He's going to send someone from the U.S. show to get things on their feet over there. Think you got a shot? <laughs> Me? No, I wouldn't want it. My whole family's here. L.A. born and bred, baby. Valley girl for life. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is me. Yikes. Got called in to see Mark. That's never good. Well, good luck. Mark Sampson's office, please hold. Hi, I have today's production report for Mr. Sampson. Yeah, he's expecting you. You can go in. Thanks, Trevor. I'm sorry, he's not available. I'll have him return. Oh, hello, Casey. Did you bring today's... Well, you look stunning. <laughs> I brought you the report. Did you actually want it? No, I just wanted to see you. We need to be more careful. You shouldn't have asked for me. But then what if they sent Elliot? First of all, I hate Elliot. And second of all, he'd probably be wearing something far less sexy than that blouse. Come here, I think there are a few too many buttons done. Let me help you out of that. I mean, help you out with that. <laughs> Stop it. Also, a little birdie told me it's your birthday this week. Oh? How'd you find that out? Well, Trevor is very good at his job. Does he know? No, no, of course not. No one knows. Relax, babe. <sighs> so, I was thinking, what about a fancy dinner? Just the two of us to celebrate? What do you say? I say absolutely. Trevor, uh, make a reservation at Bestia, Saturday, 8 o'clock. I know, I know. Dating your boss isn't a great look. Well, technically he's my boss's boss, and trust me, this wasn't my plan. It just sort of happened. Two years ago, we were in New York for upfronts. It rained all week, so the team spent most of our free time at the hotel bar, and Mark and I just got to talking. He's a tough boss, but he was totally different when it was just us. He was so kind, he told the funniest stories, and he was so interested in hearing about me and my life. I, I felt special. I don't know how else to describe it. I left New York with a pretty big crush. But nothing happened. Well, at least not right away. That is until last season's rap party. The Rocks Tequila brand was the title sponsor for season five, so it was flowing. And after too many shots, the magnetic pull between us was impossible to ignore. And then we just never stopped. Cinnabuzz has a very strict policy on relationships with subordinates, so we've kept things under wraps. We've taken the occasional weekend trip to Coronado or Pismo Beach and spent plenty of time at my apartment, but we've never gone out on a real date in LA before. Ugh, I have a giddy feeling in my stomach. This is a turning point. I can feel it. You're all set, Mr. Sampson. Now let me take a look at those buttons. 
Remind me why we're doing this again? Because it's Casey's birthday, and it'll be fun. Plus, my girlfriend says Madame Geneva has predicted every major life event that's happened to her since she was 20. She's the real deal. Yeah, it's Casey's birthday. Do you even believe in this crap? I don't know. I've never been to a psychic before. I'm just saying, it's not too late to bail and get a glass of wine and early dinner at Jolino. I don't have to be back home for the sitter until 7. I can't, actually. I have a date later. You mean with your boss? That's still going on? Seriously, Casey? Leave her alone, Tara. It's her birthday. How may I help you? Shouldn't you know that? Aren't you psychic? Sarah, stop it. Either be open-minded about this or go wait in the car. Fine, whatever. Hi, we have an appointment under Izzy Reed. And all three of you want readings? Just two of us, actually. You will go together or separate? Um, together, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Well, then I'm coming too. As you wish. Please follow me. Okay, who is going to go first? Oh, birthday girl goes first, Casey. Very well. And what would you like to know, my dear? Oh, um, you know, I don't really know how this works. I thought you'd just kind of tell me what you see. Do you want to talk about love, career, family? I even had somebody last week who wanted me to read her dog's mind to find out if he was mad at her. (laughs) You can do that? No. But I can assume that he wasn't thrilled. She had him wearing a tutu. Right. Um, okay, uh, let's do love, I guess. Okay, please give me your hand and allow me to focus. Wow, for so long, my dear, there is nothing. Yeah, see, that's because you spent your 20s having fun. And then... I see a man in a suit. You know him from work. Casey, stop grinning like an idiot. That's how she does this. She reads your cues. Now she knows she's right. So this man, go on. He is not right for you. He's not? No. But I see a lot of men in your future. You are going to go on a lot of dates. And this year will be very interesting for you. (gasps) And... You will meet the love of your life. I will? You're sure it's not the man in the suit? Definitely not, no. Oh my god, so how will she meet him? On a trip. Yes, I am seeing a trip abroad. (laughs) Let me guess. Do you also run a travel agency? Sarah, um, back to the man in the suit for a minute, please. That's all I can tell you about him. The future reveals what it wants to reveal. You cannot demand more of the future than it wants to give. What are you going to wear tonight? My lucky dress. Oh, is that the green vintage one with the swingy skirt? Why is it lucky? 
It's what I was wearing at my interview for Pop Cuisine. And also the first time Mark and I kissed. Well, I've always loved that dress. It has really good vibes. Okay, what do you think of this lipstick? Does it say Old Hollywood Siren or Las Vegas Hooker? Which one are you going for? Uh, honestly, I'm not sure. Case you seem really jittery. Are you okay? Seriously, don't let Madame Geneva get to you. She was probably talking about a different guy. Sometimes these things only make sense in hindsight, once you've got the whole picture. No, it's not that. Look, I know you and Willow are really into this psychic stuff, but I think I'm with Sarah on this one. That was a lot of BS. I just really want everything to go perfectly tonight with Mark. I want him to see what it could be like if we were together for real, not just sneaking around. Totally. And look, not to get all Sarah on you, but are you sure this is a good idea? Not dinner, just Mark in general. <laughs> Izzy, not you too. I'm sorry, I've just, I've never seen you like this over a guy before. You spent the last 10 years doing your own thing, you dumped every guy you dated before it could get serious, and now, suddenly, you're completely wrapped up in this guy after six months. And it's all so secretive. I mean, I've never even met him. Exactly. I've had my fun, and I am ready for the next phase. I want a partner, Izzy, like you and Sarah have. Someone to cook and travel and do all those coupley things with. And then Mark appeared, and it just felt like it was meant to be. Right, or was he just the first guy who came along? Listen, I know you really like Mark, and I I just want to make sure he feels the same. I mean, don't you think it's weird that you've never been on a real date before? Well, Cinebus has a really strict policy. Yes, I know all about the policy. If I were ever held at gunpoint and asked to recite the Cinebus employee handbook section on inter-office dating, I'd be on my way without a scratch. But people break those policies all the time. It kind of sounds like a lame excuse. It's not. He's up for a promotion next year, and if he gets it, he won't be my show's executive anymore. And then our path is clear. We have a plan. If you say so. I say so. Trust me, he's a good person. It's just complicated. But tonight is a turning point. Just you wait. <laughs> I'm meeting someone. The reservation is under Samson. Yes, he's already here. I'll show you to your table. We wind our way through the busy restaurant. I've always wanted to try this place. I'm glad I finally get to experience it with Mark. As we venture deeper into the restaurant, I stop short. Trevor is here. Oh, God, this is going to be awkward. Where's Mark? He had to have noticed his assistant sitting in the middle of the dining room. I look around frantically, trying to locate the bathroom. I can hide out there and text Mark. Miss, are you okay? Just then, Trevor looks up and locks eyes with me. He gives a little smile and wave. <laughs> Crap, I'm busted. Maybe I can play it off. I haven't sat down with Mark yet. Maybe it's just a coincidence all three of us are here tonight. It is a popular restaurant after all. I just saw a friend. Uh, let me just go say hello. Okay, your table's just there. She points at Trevor's table. Huh? He's not coming. Who's not coming? Mark's not coming. And he sent you? Yep. Oh, uh, no problem. Uh, you know, Mark and I, we just had a little uh, business meeting to talk about a new show idea. We can reschedule. Everyone knows. Everyone knows that I have a show idea I'm pitching to Mark? That you've been sleeping with him, dating him, whatever you're calling it. Everyone knows? Uh-huh. 
So he sent you to, what, stand me up? Actually, he sent me to break up with you. You're kidding. Nope, I wish. Frankly, not ideal for me either having to work on a Saturday night. I'm gonna have to wait in line at the Abbey. <sighs> so anyway, um, Mark and Kirsten got engaged last night and it's over between you two. Any questions? Who? Kirsten. Oh my God, have you two not met? Oh, she's so great. Everyone loves Kirsten. Okay, why does everyone know so much about Mark's personal life? Well, that's all I really know, so I'm just gonna be on my way. Oh, also he put his credit card down in case you still have dinner. Um, he also said to wish you happy birthday, so happy birthday, I guess. <laughs> okay, see you at the office. Bye. I watched Trevor wind his way through the crowd with a pep in his step. That little dick weasel enjoyed this. He's probably running off to call all of his assistant friends and laugh about this. Poor stupid Casey didn't even see it coming. You should have seen the look on her dumb face. <laughs> but really, the worst part is that as much as I want to be furious with Trevor, and especially Mark, the person that I am most angry at is myself for not knowing better. Turns out everyone was right about Mark, and I just didn't want to listen. Ugh, I feel tears starting to well. I need to get out of here. I noticed your guest departing. Will you still be joining us for dinner this evening? He said he left a credit card? Yes. Please charge everyone's meal to it in the restaurant. Dinner is on me. going? I'm at Bestia. Can you come pick me up? Um, actually, we were just about to start Never Been Kissed. Can you just, I don't know, call an Uber? I just got dumped. On my birthday. By his assistant. That little dick weasel Trevor? Oh, shit. Okay, I'll be right there. Give me five minutes. You've reached Mark Sampson. I'm not available, but please leave a message and I'll return your call as expeditiously as possible. Oh, you fucking coward. I can't believe you. You didn't even have the balls to come down here and tell me yourself? You sent Trevor? Fucking Trevor? Oh, you better believe we are going to talk about this. Call me back. You've reached Mark Sampson. I'm not available, but please leave a message. Casey, over here. I got here as fast as I could. Where are we going? I don't know. Just drive. I want to be anywhere but here. I can do that. So, what happened? I don't know what happened. And he's not picking up his phone. Apparently he's engaged. Mmm. And not to you, I take it. Way too soon. Don't even think about saying I told you so, or I'll tell Mom you got a tattoo of Rainbow Bright on your ass when you were 17. She's a lesbian icon. Is that him? Uh, no, it's my boss. This is freaking perfect. Am I getting fired now, too? Hold on. Kendra, hi. Uh, is everything all right? I'm sorry for calling so late and on a Saturday. It's no problem. So, um... Yes, so an opportunity has come up. Quite a big opportunity, actually. Wait, I'm not fired? What? 
no. <laughs> what gave you that idea? We're filming a UK pilot of Pop Cuisine, and we need someone from the US team over there to be our eyes and ears on the ground. You know, advise on the show, help with production, basically be the showrunner's right hand. Right. Uh, Thomas mentioned something about that. And Mark wants to send you. Me? Yes, and you need to be over there a week from Monday. Hence the Saturday night call. I wanted to tell you right away so you can make arrangements. Can I, um, think about it? What's to think about? It's London. Plus, this is a huge opportunity to prove yourself to Mark and the suits at the studio. Make this a success, and the next step could be running your own show, Casey. Right. Um, thanks so much, Kendra. Um, I'll let you know first thing Monday. Talk then. So? She offered me a job. In London. <gasps> you know what this means. That Mark is trying to put an entire ocean between us. Madame Geneva was right! My life is on the line here. You have to help me. <sighs> yes, child. What is so important that you must interrupt my work? Oh, I, uh... Sorry, I... Is that a tuna sandwich? Yes, I eat lunch. I am still of this mortal coil, though I may live in between our worlds. Right. Just, fish seems like such an odd choice. Like, it would throw off your vibes or something. You had a question for me? Right. Um, I need to know what you meant when you said I'd meet a man on a trip abroad. You see, I've just been offered a new job. Across the pond? Yes, but it would mean leaving my family and leaving my... Well, because he's not my boyfriend anymore. I, I, I just need to know if this is the right thing to do. This is such a big decision. Everyone's a non-believer. Until, of course, they need something. I'm sorry about that. I, I just wasn't expecting you to be right, but then it all came true like you said. That was a very bad apology. Okay, okay. I was wrong. I believe you now. I just need you to be more specific. When you said abroad, did you mean I should go on a vacation to Mexico, or quit my job and backpack through Japan, or should I take this job in London? <sighs> Is it love you seek, my child? Yes. Then your fate waits for you? Across the ocean. Okay, thanks. The Atlantic Ocean, right? Okay, so 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 not Mexico then. Romcom Pods was created by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. Showmance was written, directed, and executive produced by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. Showmance was also produced by Skylar Samuels and Mayank Bater. We had production help from Samantha Reed, and Alison Castanguay is our editor. Sound design by Daniel Brunel and Shane Hendrickson. Mix and theme song by Daniel Brunel. Our casting director is Mayank Bater. Showmance was produced in partnership with Pod People. In this episode of Showmance, Casey is played by Skylar Samuels. Lance Bass is played by himself. Edna is played by D.G. Brandemore. Javier is played by Ryan Garcia. 
Kendra is played by Misty Monroe. Thomas is played by Brian McGovern. Trevor is played by Mayank Bater. Mark is played by Thomas Cockerell. Sarah is played by Katie Wee. Izzy is played by Emily Arlock. Madame Geneva is played by Natasha Benham. Bestia Hostess is played by Becca Baton. Bestia Waiter is played by David Terry. A very special thanks to Jessica Yarrow, Nicholas Brown, Thomas Stockwell, Maxi Maggio, Tara Gatti, and Alyssa King. You've reached Mark Sampson. I'm not available, but please leave a message and I'll return your call as expeditiously as possible. <laughs> I nearly got through it. Okay. I kind of I kind of want to use that. I'd love for that to be the take where he kind of doesn't really get through expeditiously. <laughs> Hi, this is Lance Bass auditioning for Lance Bass for Pop Cuisine.